I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Courtney Robertson, and I was the most notorious villain in Bachelor history. A lot has changed since then. I got married, and I'm a mom to two amazing kids. Every week, I'm going to be talking to other reality stars about what happens when the cameras stop rolling, and you have to figure out what to do after reality. Welcome back to After Reality. It's Courtney here, and we have a major Bachelorette villain for you today. I love a good villain, let me tell you. He is a little bit controversial. He was on uh, Bachelorette season 12 with JoJo Fletcher. He's been on Paradise. He's done Celebrity Big Brother. He went on Famously Single and probably one of the first Bachelor Nation contestants to do OnlyFans. We talk about how much money he made. Is he still doing it? What dating has been like since his time on the show? And uh, we also cover a lot of grounds about what production was like for him, what was the worst thing that was ever done to him. So I hope you enjoy this episode with Bad Chad Johnson. Thanks for having me on, Courtney. Yeah, it's good to see you again. It's been a while. We were just talking before we started recording, and I met you once when you were moving to LA, like probably five or six years ago, and you have your dog still. I'm happy to see your dog in the shot. What's her, what's her name? Always does that. Anytime I do a podcast, she like gets her. It's like she knows. She's like, all right, I'm getting in this too. <laughs> pumpkin. Hey, pumpkin. That was your mom's dog, right? Yeah, I inherited her. Like, because my mom passed like a month before the show, and oh, uh, so yeah, sorry. So inherited her. Got a little gym out of it though. Oh well, it's good to see you. It's good to have you here. So you're in Huntington Beach now. How do we find you today? How are you doing? I mean, I'm good. I'm still here. I still have all the same socials, everything. Um, but yeah, I just moved down to Huntington Beach two weeks ago. Um, got a super cool place by Pacific City and um, just kind of restarting life, you know. Hey, I love a good rebrand. I just rebranded my podcast. So your yeah. place looks super cool. People will see this, but it looks like really nice. He's got this cool background and this nice white couch. You've been getting set up, right? You had a TV blender, oh, yeah. it looked like the other day. Yeah, I I didn't have any furniture for the first like 10 days because I I moved in. And the thing with people here is half the people either are they're rich and they don't work or they just don't work. And every girl I've met. Must be nice. I know, right? Half the girls I've met out here are they don't work. And so I take them on one date, right? They'd stay the night on the air mattress and then you get up the next day and they're like, well, let's go to the pool and have some drinks. And then you'd end up doing that like four days straight with a girl. And I'm like, all right, all right. Okay, we don't, I don't haven't even ordered furniture yet. You got to go. And then I'd like to go on another date and the same thing would happen. So I didn't order furniture for like the first two weeks. I just kept going on like four day long dates. And then uh, that, yeah. hey, you're on fire. So you're single, you're dating, you're out there. You're like the new kid in town. I'm sure the women are sliding into your DMs left and right. Well, not from the, you know, I'm already honestly get a lot of DMs, but it's it's strange out here. I went from uh, I had a year and a half long relationship with a girl, mm-hmm. broke up with her. Um, we lived in Vegas together and um, broke up with her, moved back home for a few months because the plan was we're both in Vegas living together. I'm going to move to Oklahoma. You move to Sacramento. Um, and then what we're going to do is we're going to link back up 
like two weeks after, and we were going to move out here to exactly where I am. Wow. She was always dreaming about it, you know, like, oh, it's amazing. It's so beautiful. And then I got back and she hung out with another guy like three days later. Yeah, I caught her. She was lying about it. She oh. tried, still tried to lie about it. And I just said, you know what? I'm done. Like, it's always, it's just a friend. Well, that friend, she ended up dating. Like, they got in a relationship. Like, and you were with her for like a long time. A year and a half, right? And I'm like, you couldn't wait. Like, that's what hurt the most because we weren't really, it was kind of like a, um, what's it called? Not a relationship. It's more kind of a situationship. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was dealing with a lot of stress and we just kind of stuck together. It wasn't that, bleh, you know, when COVID happened. And I feel like a lot of that happened during COVID stuff. Um, right. A lot of people got into that kind of thing. Cause it was so yeah, weird and just, hard to date. Yeah. I just kind of wanted someone to be there. You know, I was dealing with a, I, I just, I started a software company and, and me and my business partner were fighting. He stole everything. You embezzled. So I was like, I just need someone to be here. Let me offload all of the problems. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. So that was just hurtful. That happened. Um, that was hurtful that two days after, you know, we went our separate ways and we were supposed to get back together and move here that she hung out with someone else. So more as like a friend, like, how dare you, you know? Her loss though. And now you got your own place. Yeah. You've got your bachelor pad right there. I mean, yep. Like I said, I mean, her loss. Don't take her back. You know, she's going to be trying to come visit you any day, any day now. Oh, well, no, I blocked her on everything. Absolutely. Brilliant. She knows. That's the way to go. I think that's definitely the way. And I saw you were back at home in Oklahoma, which is such a great place to reset. I always used to come to Arizona yeah. to get a break from LA. How was that? Needed. I mean, I look, I, I just don't like, I like Oklahoma as like a place to recover. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when your mind needs to chill, you need to see some gr- like regular grass or like <laughs> you maybe you want to pull into a, a restaurant and, and they have a, a bathroom that doesn't require a code on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In LA. But long term, no, I can't do it. There's no girls there. First off, none. None. I, I went out like probably 20 or 30 times over the course of that four months. And I think I saw one beautiful girl and she was walking in front of my Escalade. And I was like, where's that one going? <laughs> Never, follow her. Never. Follow that. Yeah. yeah. Imagine the dating apps. It would probably be like, like nothing. It was bad. Oh my God. I know. I thought you had a Cadillac. I, I feel like I wanted to call you the Chadillac. You never called yourself that, right? I just can't. That's no, but me. now that's a good uh, point. The Chadillac. I know. Well, you did. You were famous for being called Bad Chad. And right. I reached out to you after your season because I always reach out to a lot of the villains, especially the ones that I feel like got a bad rap. Um, and I saw you at, I think it was AFR, one of those, and you were in the audience and you were saying something along the lines of like, I don't know. Were they teasing you to possibly be the next bachelor because they had. Oh yeah. They told me to say that they a hundred percent. They walked up and they were like, look, we want you to stand up. And they knew, they knew me. They knew I didn't really like, I would say whatever, you know, most of the time it was my own lines, but if they had like something and it was good, I would do it. And I would tell them no, if it was bad, but that I, I, I thought that they maybe would. That's the whole reason they asked me to do it. I didn't know they're going to make me look fucking stupid. Because I told him, I was like, this is a bad idea. Why, of course, would you make me The Bachelor at this point? And why, of course, would I say that right now? This is a horrible moment. Like, I'm just going to look dumb. And they were like, look, promise me. Or I promise you, just just do it. I was like, okay. Oh, wow. You're like a producer's wet dream in that moment. And uh, (laughs) so I remember they had reached out to me to do uh, Famously Single. And I decided not to do it. I had just moved back here. And I started a corporate job. And they're like, you can't leave for however long it was. And I I remember I told them, I go, what about Chad Johnson? I told them that they should call you. And then then because it was a lot of money. I think it was like $50,000. My agent at the time fired me. She's like, you're so stupid for not doing this. And I was like, I just can't. I was like trying to rebuild my life and get back to normal. But we'll yeah. ta- we'll touch on famously single. I wanted to start off by asking you, like, how did you even get on The Bachelorette? Did did you watch the show? Were you nominated? <laughs> no, honestly, I never uh, watched the show. The only I remember seeing a clip with my mom at one point where it was um, what was the guy that came in on my on my episode, my series? Uh, oh. the JoJo, the pilot guy. Oh, oh, the pie. It wasn't Nick Vial, was it? Not really he- that important. No, not Nick, but it was like, it was like 10 years before me. Oh, wow. And I just remembered a clip of him like standing there in front of the house, but I had never watched the show other than remembering that one clip. But the way I got on was somebody sent me uh, like some girl I knew that I was friends with, sent me a link on Facebook. She was like, Hey, you should do this. And I was like, all right, fuck it. Like, Hey, why not? Yeah. So I would just, I drove an hour and a half out to Oklahoma city from Tulsa. Um, 
and just went to the audition. It was all girls there. So I get in the thing and they were like, well, we're, we'll do your audition. But like, this is, we're casting for the girls right now. And I did it. And they were like, all right, we're going to call you in three months. Like when it's time for the guys. And I was like, all right, you know, bullshit. Like, yeah, we'll I, see. I was an actor before. I know how that works. You're going to call me, you know? Yeah. yeah checks in the enough. mail. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah, we'll call you. Thanks. But and yeah. then they did call you. And then they did. And then it was another round of like, fly to Dallas, come back, fly to LA, come back, you know? And then uh, were you like stoked or were you just like, hey, let's just kind of try this? You probably knew it was going to be JoJo, which by the way, I still think she's one of the prettiest bachelorettes they've ever had. I think she was all right. She just wasn't my type. <laughs> really? What is your type? Yeah. Do you have a physical type? Or are you? Okay. So, I mean, I'm going to admit it. You know, I try to like pretend like I don't have one because obviously you want to be open, yeah. like, Maybe if I'm not looking for a relationship during this period of time, then yeah, I'll go for that. Doesn't mean it's my type though. <laughs> yeah. But I, I like like skinny and tiny little blondes. That's my thing. You, you know? like blondies. I like the little tiny blonde babies. <laughs> <laughs> you know? What do they call them? Spinners or something? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The girls with the, the little turned up nose a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So hard to okay. find though. Well, I bet that's not hard to find in uh, Southern California. Let me tell you that pretty uh, girls are like a dime a dozen in that town. So uh, and obviously you did bachelor in paradise. I want to touch on that, but I wanted to ask, do you still stand by your famous fuck you, Chris Harrison line <laughs> was classic. I mean, in that moment, you know, I knew that he, he didn't call the shots. Like he's just, yeah. and just doing, he's his just kind of there. Yeah. You know, dude's collecting like a hundred grand a day just to like chill and say like four lines. So I knew it wasn't him. He does have executive production credits, so he can call some shots, but in the moment, I was like, you're making me look fucking stupid. You know what I mean? And I also knew that I he was like, he was like, you need to leave. What are you doing? And I was like, I'm walking away. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> I, This is me leaving. Yeah. And he was like, Chad, you do have to go. Like nothing he was saying made any sense. So I was like, okay, fuck you. What do you mean? I, I need to leave. I'm clearly walking up a mountain trying to get away from you. And then I, so I basically just channeled my uh, Kenny Powers from Eastbound and Down. Because <laughs> I binge watched that show before I went because I knew it was like a hit series. And so I knew if I could kind of mimic that uh, attitude, then it would yeah. kind of be a hit. So it was I, a hit. Um, it was hilarious. Yeah. I think you're probably the only contestant that's ever like done something like Told that. The host. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Me. Yeah, definitely. But um, so did you know, people always ask me this. I'm sure you get asked this all the time. Did you know when you were filming Jojo season that you were going to be the villain? Were you surprised when it started airing? Look, to be honest, I've never really answered this on podcasts, but at this point, you know, I think I'm too old for dating shows and those are the only ones that are going to care about this, this answer. But the way it happened was, you know, everybody was cool. We were all chill. Um, everyone was in the living room at one point and they were all talking. I was cooking like a chicken or steak or something. Mm. And I see them and they're all listening to at on my season. It was that Evan kid. And he told a story about how, He's like, you know, I just cried myself to sleep last night because I miss my kids so much. Like, I just, I, I, I blah, blah, blah. And, and everyone was like, oh, and I'm like, okay, in the real world, my friends, regular fucking dudes would be like, bro, it's been three fucking days. Quit being a pussy. Like, if you're going to have a, risk, how, yeah, how are you going to go on a honeymoon? How are you going to go on vacation with your wife? And yet you're crying yourself to sleep on day three. Are you going to do that on the honeymoon? <laughs> you know, it made no sense. So I was like, hey, man, it's day three. And the whole group immediately was like, oh, dude, like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, and the moment that that happened, there was like four cameramen, because that's during the initial phase. And during the initial right. phase, there's cameras everywhere. Mm -hmm. I saw all four cameras just do that. And I was like, oh, okay. All on you. <laughs> okay. I was like, this is, okay, so this is what you want. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> and from then on, it was just like a downward kind of fucking thing of where, they hated me more and more and more, but the cameras kept doing it. And as long as the cameras were pointing at me, it was a, it was a chess. How do I get the cameras to point at me? And if that requires me to be a dick, I'm going to be a dick, you know? <laughs> like, I game. had that experience as well too. The first date card I got, I said to the girl, how did that taste coming out of your mouth? Joking. Yeah. It, it did not go yeah. over well. That was like the first place we went to. And I was like, Oh my God, I just shot myself in the foot. But then I kind of kept doing it because they were all talking bad about me and I kind of had to clap back. So they kind of yeah. back up a little bit. Did you experience that at all? That's exactly. You think clapping back is going to make them stop. Yes. The fact is they, they go more. 
(laughs) when you go what low, they go higher. I I don't know what the saying is, but yeah, that's exactly what happened to me. I kept thinking if I threatened them or scared them or something, you know, because I was not going to do anything. I'm clearly not stupid. Like there's cameras around. You think I'm going to assault someone on camera? Like, but you could threaten to. Exactly. And I thought that that would make them be quiet and it just made them come at me more. And I was like, okay, this is unfair because you know, I'm not going to hit you. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) you're clearly continuing to do this in the real world. You would be like, okay, okay, okay. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Look at you. You're like a freaking bodybuilder too. You definitely, you have confidence to me. I, I loved you on the show. I love the villains personally. Like, yeah, you said some spicy things, but that's what makes this season so interesting. And were you feeling a certain way towards Jojo or was it kind of like, I'm going to win this thing or just like, let's see how far I can get on this. Honestly, I felt nothing. She was just a terrible actress. Like Mm. I tried to get to know her. I actually, you know, once we were in there, I was like, okay, let me be open to like, Screw it. I'll be open to the situation. Even though I came into this, obviously. The process. Yeah. Doing the show. I was like, you know what? They kind of convinced me. Let's do the process. And I tried. But when we would have a conversation, the weird thing about actors and TV is when you're watching on TV, it it looks genuine. But when you're sitting there in person, like I would be like, so how was your day yesterday? And in person, she would be like, well, I had a beautiful day today and it was gorgeous. I just hope that you had. And I'm like, can you fucking talk? Like, can you yeah. just like, have a conversation? Like I get it yes. on camera, but like, this is just bad acting right here. And you're watching every single word that comes out of your mouth. So I realized that pretty quickly too, that she was just doing a role coming in, shooting her lines and, and then leaving, you know, even right, right. after we kissed, she turned around because there was several times we kissed the day they didn't show. She would just like, turn like cut. Okay. And she turns around and I'm like, Oh shit. Okay. That was a scene. Oh, All right. Wow. It's like end scene. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. you know what? I feel like I dealt with that um, with the women in my season. People were so fake in the house. Like, you know, you live with them when the cameras aren't rolling and then the cameras start rolling and these people start like juggling and like acting so weird. I'm like, you guys are so fake right now. Did you experience that with the, the crop of guys that were on your season at all? 100%. Isn't that, it's off-putting, right? And, and by the way, they would never, if you did an ITM, like saying that they would never air it. And I'm sure I did. Really? Yeah, I, I I tried to. That's what the thing was. I also, you know, I called everybody fake because they were being good guys. But yet I was playing the bad guy and they thought I was actually a bad guy. I was just a better actor than them and able to convince the entire group. <laughs> but they, literally, I, I would you know, I would be talking some trash to people because they were messing with me mm-hmm. and they were all trying to be good people. And I could see dudes like standing there like shaking because they want to say something or they want to do something, but they can't because they want to come across as likable. Mm-hmm. It was just very bad. It, it was obvious, you know? Ugh, well, I felt bad for your edit because I thought you were hilarious and the bad Chad thing. And I, I'm sure they were p- teasing you to be the bachelorette, which I think you would have been great at that. I, mean, um, I prefer to be the bachelor, but yeah, I'm sorry. The bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some States. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. <laughs> I 
nice, nice save. Just me and I 25 guys. I'm like, wait, <laughs> do you um, watch the bachelor anymore? Or are you just no, totally checked out? There's I mean, a guy I, this season that people kept saying, Oh, he's like Chad and comparing him to his name was Braden. And I was like, this is not apples to apples. Like I had this like really? scarf on and these earrings on. He was hilarious, but totally different type of villain for sure. Yeah. No, I mean, people tried to copy the stuff like Corinne literally even stated in like podcasts and interviews. Like she was like, yeah, I saw what Chad did. And I just did the same thing. Oh, she did. Yeah. yeah. I want to get her on here. And I think she just started at OnlyFans. Apparently she's killing it. Really? Um, oh, I, I bet when you just start it, man, you blow up. I was going to ask you about that. Are you out of the game? I know you did some of that in Vegas and some videos. I think maybe one out of jo- out of sight of jo- Jojo's house and Jordan's house. Possibly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are you still doing that? that? Or, and did you make a shit ton of money? I made fun? a shit ton of money. So it, it's a weird uh, story. But um, so I started it. I was making shit tons of money. Um, really? Like right immediately. Thousands? Like, uh, not 100,000. I mean, I had some months where I was pulling like 70, you know? So, Stop and I never it. made it. Yeah, I never made any money. That I had never even made that a year, and I started pulling that a month. Did I start one? No, just kidding. <laughs> Good. That's a shit ton of money, and you're probably having fun doing it. Oh, yeah. I was, I mean, <laughs> shit, I'm going to do it anyway, and now I got to throw a camera up, and you're telling me I can work 10 minutes a day on something I was going to do anyway, and now <laughs> I'm going to pull, like, a million dollars a year? Yeah. Yeah, I'll take that deal. Good for you, man. That's awesome. I think you're probably one of the, now a lot of people are doing it. Some people, I mean, just do like a very, like a variation. Like I saw somebody just like doing feet stuff. I mean, there's all kind of weird kind of kinks that people have. So are you out of the game or is that, was that part of your reset in Oklahoma? I know you started a tech company. So, so what happened was I made, I made all that money, but the, by, by month three, I realized we were early in the game and only fans. Cause I was one of the first people from reality TV that did it. Bravo. Then I realized this OnlyFans thing was blowing up. So I started a software company to replicate what they did. And then I found out there were management companies that represented the large influencers and the large like porn stars, basically. Oh, wow. Running those companies. So I built the software, put hundreds of thousands of dollars in it. And then um, with, with a business partner, partnered with those management companies that were doing hundreds of millions of dollars a year. And then made deals with them to bring everybody on and swap them from OnlyFans. And then my business partner stole the whole code. He stole everything. He locked me out of everything. He embezzled money. And I'm just now like, so I had to restart after that. You're kidding me. Yeah. So all that money I made is gone. Poof. So I had to restart and I made some money in crypto and stuff. But yeah, it was. Uh, can you sue him? That sounds like a bad business partner man i can but you know you got to think it's going to be a two-year long process you know i already offered him like look you you take the company i take the company it's code you can duplicate it you literally just hit copy paste you take this out and like that's a good deal right like hey i'm not gonna sue you and take everything let's just go our separate ways it'd be like right. if you had a red lobster and you could just duplicate the red lobster mm. i want to do business yeah but Those it's gonna be like a, <laughs> yeah right it's going to be too long of a process at the moment. I've got other things I'm working on and I just don't feel like paying lawyers, you know, I mean, we started it, we did the whole demand letter, all that stuff, but even that was like 15 grand. And oh my I'll, gosh. Okay. All right. Okay. We haven't even started the lawsuit yet. And which is, I just paid 15 grand for a piece of paper. Like shit, I'm not about to pay a million dollars for this lawsuit at the moment. You're going to end up bleeding money and like, for what? I mean, you could probably, like exactly. you said, you could probably also probably were the face of it. I mean, you're very personable and you could probably, so are you going to try to do it on your own now? Or are you just kind of re- resetting? No, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm like, I'm still doing well. You know what I mean? I, I'm about to start the only fans thing again, which we'll talk about, but. Okay. And um, in, in, uh Huntington. Yeah. Yeah. How is that with dating? Like if you have a girlfriend, do they just understand or curious to know? Or do, do they have a hard time with it? It depends per girl. You know what I mean? Um, as a guy, I mean, if a girl's doing it, most guys won't touch it. You know what I mean? Mm. Which sucks for girls. But as a guy, girls don't really seem to care as much. Um, if it's yeah, just- if you're like with them or you're devoted to them and you're like, hey, I'm going to take you out and buy you a nice right. dinner. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, if I'm uh, like in a relationship and I'm fucking other girls on camera or something, then that's going to be a bit of an issue. But uh, or maybe they watch it. Maybe they're into that sort of thing or maybe they're into sharing. Everybody has their right. 
Uh, my guy friend's single in LA and he's like, he just met a girl he really liked. He's like, I think for sure she has an only fans. And I was like, he doesn't care. He's like, she's like so fun. He's like, we're going to like an eyes wide shut party this weekend. I'm like, good for you. Okay. So it sounds like he's into it then. If he's, he yeah. doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't care. I'm that's like, not hey. don't care. That's the, that's I'm open with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, he doesn't care at all. So, Hey, there's a lid for every pot. So, so you might exactly. get back into that. And I know you have your real yeah. estate license, right? Did you keep that active in California as well? I got to reactivate it at the moment. I think I have to go do like a, you got to pay like a grand and go to like three <laughs> 30 hours of classes, but I'm about to get that back going. I just got okay, my life cool. insurance license. So, I'm oh. gonna so the plan is basically I'm going to start the podcast. I'm going to interview adult stars, shoot with adult stars, sell the adult stars life insurance. And then also if they want to buy a house. So it's like a one-stop shop. Like, Hey, do you want a house life insurance and to have sex and make money on camera? Then I'm your guy. Brilliant. And now you've got this cool swanky place that that girl is not going to get to see. You've got the perfect, you know, venue for it. Set up your cameras. That's actually brilliant. I love that you're always hustling and trying new things and, not everybody has that drive. So yeah, it's, it's tough to keep it going. Sometimes, you know, you got to like, keep it going. I mean, or keep it going (laughs) (laughs) to, um, you know, to to find the determination and drive to continue on after, you know, you get fucked on TV, start a business, you get fucked on that business. After that software company, I started, you ever heard of Morton Steakhouse? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they started an OnlyFans management company with the son of OnlyFans or the son of Morton Steakhouse named Eli Morton. And the kid didn't do shit. I, I did everything. So I left the business and then this kid sued me. So now I'm getting sued. I need to sue. I got fucked on TV. I got scammed and then I got scammed again. All in like a period of like four years. I'm just like, wow. dude. You like, needed that Oklahoma trip. You needed like a reset. Yeah. And honestly, we need to do like a sage cleansing because you you can't be having... Oh, good, good. Yeah, really, let's, two days ago. I, think need, I think it's here today, actually. Yeah, we just need to like do a little energy cleanse for you. Like that is horrible. Yeah. You've just been taking it on the chin, left exactly. and left yeah. and right. Well, this sounds like a good plan. So tell me about the podcast. Uh, and do you have a name picked out yet? No, I haven't really. That's a good point. I've more Chad, been like, focused Chad-a-lack. on making it look cool. Chadlack. Yeah. I don't think it was. I was talking about cars, though. I mean, oh yeah, you're right. Maybe Cadillac know. will sponsor you. Uh, I think you want to leave your name out of it, maybe. Yeah. Well, let me know if you need any help kicking ideas around. I'm excited. And I think that would be it interesting would. for a lot of people to listen to. And I don't know that that's really been done. So, well, um, I've, got, I've got two guys from The Bachelor also, Daniel and um, shit, what's, uh, Jamie Dorian from, mm-hmm. he was Australian. Mm-hmm. But they, they're wanting to start a podcast together too. So I'm thinking like, you know, obviously I'm going to do my own, but then like, I don't know, we're, we're already trying to talk to studios about setting one up with me and Daniel. Cause people liked me and Daniel from the show. Yeah. You know? Well, but, you can do like, Hey, you could do two podcasts. You know, my producers game of roses, they have like four podcasts. I'm like, how do you guys do it all? I can barely carve out the quiet time from the kids just to do a two. I do two episodes a week, but, um, so you don't watch the show anymore and you've did, uh, you did famously single and celebrity big brother. How was that? Yeah. That one was weird because I'd never <laughs> been to the UK and they were just strange. Oh, know? it was in the UK. I, I don't know why, yeah. but it was here. Um, Yeah, no, I did the UK one and it was trippy. Maybe that's kind of nice though. Did you win any money or is it is it only one person wins? I got paid well. Good. <laughs> I won when I signed the contract, I guess. But <laughs> Well, you do seem like a natural competitor. So no more dating love shows, but would you ever do like... You, you want me to tell you a, a little secret? Nobody knows. Yeah, tell me. Okay. Um, so when I got there, I don't know if I should tell you. No, um, tell me. I'm not doing TV. We can out, tell I, me if you want. We can there, always take it out later. Okay. My, when I got there, my manager was like, date Sarah Harding. Date this girl if you can. And I was like, okay. So I went in the house and that was my entire goal. Nice. So I like, I played all the right cards. I pretended to date another girl, got her, left her, then got her like, it all worked out exactly. And everyone's like, why would he date her? She's crazy. I'm like, you think that I didn't know that? Like, you <laughs> think I didn't know everything? Like, I strategically played that game specifically to exactly get what I wanted because that's what they told me to do. And that's what I did. Like, I went in there and got my prize. 
I like, I like it that, Hey, you had a plan, you know, know. you You gotta have a plan. You gotta have a plan, a strategy. Uh, Would you ever do like a competition show? Like, are you done with reality TV? Because now we've got all these other reality shows coming out. Like I could see you doing, I think Hannah Brown just won one. It's like special forces or something like that. Like a more of a physical type of a show because you're kind of built for that. Honestly. I mean, I feel like I, um, thrive more in just like you know put me on a date put me in a situation Mm -hmm. you know we can make it funny we can make it wild but I would do a a competition show I'm just like I'm not like I bodybuild you know what I mean but I don't like go running up rocks and shit you know what I mean I can beat some people up if it was that type of a thing but it's not really what I would want to do but I would 100% do it you know like survivor Okay, I could do that. I know all of those tactics and stuff, but like I'd lose like 20, 30 pounds of muscle. Then I get back. And then for months on end, I got to put it back on, you know, that makes sense. God, it's so hard for you guys. I don't know. My husband's always like, God, I'm losing weight. I need to start doing like creatine again. And he works out every day. And I'm like, that's so annoying. Like I'm like trying to lose weight for weeks now. As you get older, I just turned 40. Everything slows down. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. and you're like oh i gotta gain this weight back i'm like that must be nice what do you do bodybuilding and what do you do to gain weight if you can just eat whatever or right i mean so basically in the morning i eat chicken and a pop tart i I don't eat super clean and then i go to the gym and then so for three meals out of the day i'll eat pretty healthy i mean chicken and something and then for one meal i'll go eat burgers steak mac and cheese it doesn't matter you know what i mean as long as the majority of my meals throughout the day are good then yeah i can pretty much do whatever i want that's good to know i'm gonna try i'm gonna incorporate more chicken i'm gonna make some chicken kebabs tonight um so going back to your season i totally forgot to ask who uh, what was the worst thing if you can flash back to that that production ever did to you that they did they ever trick you was there a moment that you can remember that you were like oh that's uh, well, I mean, there was one scenario where they told me to go kiss Joe Joe again, where I got played. Uh, it was in front of every other guy. And I told him, like, this is stupid. This is a bad idea. It's not going to work. And they were like, no, look. And they like they gave me the like, she wants to, you know, like we talked. And then I, I did it. And then she didn't. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, why'd you tell me to do that? So then when you see me hitting, like when I'm hitting the door, it looks like I'm mad at that Evan kid. Right. It's actually because production told me to do the, to try to kiss her. And I, and so I was actually, after that, I was like, you set me the fuck up. Like, what the fuck, Louie, what the fuck, okay. you know? Yeah. But they cut all that out and made it look like I'm mad at him. But I would say the number one thing that pissed me off with production was I told him coming into bachelor in paradise. I was like, look, we're going to have an interesting thing here. I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm going to come in and be fucking wild this first <laughs> night. I'm going to say crazy shit. I'm going to really juice this shit up. And then after that, what we're going to do is it's going to calm down. And the next day, everything will be fine and all that. I was like, I want you to have really good, like previews. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm going to get fucking wild with it. Obviously nobody else knew they weren't on board with this, you know, none of the cast knew, but 
um, you know, like even the next morning I was talking to those Maynard twins. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The Ferguson twins. twins. Yeah. Ferguson twins. Yeah. And, and I was like, Hey, just forget about last night. Like, look, we'll discuss it later. You know, like <laughs> don't let them cameras see this, but like, and they were like, you're so normal today. What the hell? And I was like, I was doing a thing. Okay. I was doing yeah, a thing. I was, I was an act. Okay. Yeah. And they totally encouraged me to do that. Of course. Like they, they were like completely down with the plan. And then, so that's why I was mainly mad at Chris Harrison. Cause I was like, fuck you guys. Like yeah. I told you what I was going to do. You approved it. You said, let's do this. You hyped it up. And then now you want to kick me off for doing what, like you asked of me and like what I, I told you was the plan. It made no <laughs> sense. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. And did you did not poop your pants, right? Did that piss you off? That that really pissed me off, and I called that the pissed me uh, off. Cool. I think I wrote you after on Instagram. Maybe I was like, "What the hell? Like, how did how can they do that to you?" Like, I don't know. I and I told him I was like, "Why the fuck would you do that?" What it's like not even funny. Mm-mm. There's a level it's of almost like, just like kind of mean, funny. you know? Yeah, there was even a part I noticed. I didn't even notice it until like this last year, where they actually edited the back of my pants to be brown. Mm. They edited it somehow in coloring. I'm pretty sure. I've never noticed that before until well, recently. They can do anything know. with editing. They put the black oh, yeah. box over me to make it seem like I was my topless and I wasn't, but they put this black box, you know how they do that. Really? Or yeah, on. yeah. So I'm sure that they just kind of went in there and just did a little. Da-da-da-da. I almost think they edited it a couple years later to look oh, like that. Because really? originally I don't remember that. And I think they did it a couple years later. Like, yeah, fuck him. You must you have know? been watching like so pissed. Like, what the hell? Man, yeah, I mean, I, I called out. I called out. The, the, all the head producers, the executive producers, like everybody. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this isn't funny. Like, you just made me look really stupid for no reason. Like, I, I, I'm the reason your shit blew up because they were about to lose their time slot on ABC. That's a true story. And the reason that they got that time slot and kept it for the next few years was because of the crazy shit that I did. And that's not me being cocky. That's like literally a fact. Right. Well, the back, ratings are super me. down right now. What do you think the future of reality TV, TV or the franchise is? I think it's going to die. They yeah. they went woke and they're going broke. Like, yeah, that's the was, way. Well, Mike Fleiss, there's been a lot of changes. He's no longer there. Was he around during your season? Did you ever meet Mike Fleiss? Yeah. Yeah. I met him. He came into my trailer. He gave me a vape and everything. Was ah. that vape? Yeah. He was super cool. Like he probably loved you because you were great for ratings. Oh yeah. That's what he said to me. He was like, you saved the show. You were great yeah. for ratings. And you're kind of like, oh, wow, this is the creator of the show complimenting me. But you're also like living with the backlash of it all. And right. you're like, thank you. But uh, what the fuck, man? Yeah. What just happened? You kind of fucked me, but also like, <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you like me because I'm sure they loved you. Um, so yeah. So Beth- Bethany Frankel, I think she's starting to do like a reality TV act, uh, trying to do a union. What do you think of that? You think that will ever catch on? Well, first you want to let me let me touch on the the what I think is going to happen with the Bachelor. Yeah, uh, let me know. I'd this. love to hear your thoughts. I'm going to say this, and we'll see because this could could fire back. But whatever. The fact is, they have tried to, like I said, go woke and broke. Mm-hmm. And the fact is, it's a show for white ladies about white people. That's mm-hmm. what it's always been, right? Like, and now all of a sudden you're trying to do this, but now you're not. You, you target demographic. Your demographic is this, and now you're shooting for this. It makes no sense. You know what I mean? So I think that's that's kind of the issue, and that's kind of where they, they, they've screwed themselves over, and that's why no one's really watching the show anymore. They're watching, like, Too Hot to Handle on Netflix and stuff like that. Well, those shows are super elevated, too. Like, exactly. Perfect Match, like, the way that they shoot them even, like, with the drones and the music, it's just far oh, yeah. more elevated and not as, like, hate to say it, like a, a template, you know? Like, each season, it's very, like, the same. And you were on the two-on-one date. Was that with Evan? Um, wait, no, the two on one with me was, uh, what's his name? Alex, Alex. I don't even see, I can't even remember Alex. He wasn't then, memorable. I don't remember what happened. With remembers who, anybody. Who's Alex. I don't know. You gotta be memorable though. And you sure were Chad. So, um, I can't wait to see what happens next for you. And I'll definitely be tuning into your podcast and what else? Is there anything else you want to share with? Well, with, you asked with... me about the Bethany Frankel thing. Oh but... yeah. Sorry. I'm my mean... mom brain, Bethany Frankel. Do you think a reality union would be, I would love that. I mean, think about residuals, like the shows are on Hulu. I don't know what, it, well, can you tell me a little bit about what it is? Cause I haven't heard about it. So obviously all the actors are on strike. For reality people? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, there's SAG and that union, everybody's on strike. The actors are on strike right now. And so, yeah, Bethany Frankel is trying to create a union for reality TV stars because we don't have any 
really like benefits or, you know, we barely get paid anything to do the show, but like, here's the thing with these streaming platforms, like their stuff lives on forever. Like we don't get residuals. They're using our likeness. So it would be giving us protection and, you know, some sort of rights. I love that. I mean, I, the fact is, I mean, the bachelor should be, I think it's, we don't get residuals because it's not categorized as scripted, mm-hmm. but the fact is it's scripted. You know, mm-hmm. if they're telling you, if they're like, Hey, maybe you should say this. You're like, well, no shit. You want me to say that? Okay, fine. That's scripted. You're scripting it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think hundred percent there should be residuals or something because they should be held accountable for the fact that they're, they're editing you and you should know the way that you're going to come across it's just like if I if I'm playing a character on a TV show, right, and I'm playing the villain on a TV show, people think of that totally differently than they think about a rea- as a, a reality show. But the fact is, okay, if I'm going to be presented this way, then you need to offer me the opportunity to earn money off of it continually because this is going to fuck up a lot of things in my life. And for I need years. to that in advance. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to tell me that. Like, you can't just blindside me just because you know I don't know anything about reality TV. Which it sounds like that's kind of what happened to you. I mean, obviously you went into paradise being like, okay, I'm going to play this role for one night. Did you go into the bachelorette with that same notion or were you just kind of like, it started trending in that direction. And then you're like, okay, that's it. I'm just going to stick up for myself. No, I remember I was, I was hanging out with a girl at my house in Oklahoma, like a few days before. And we were, you know, having drinks, chatting, all that stuff and and having dinner. And and I was like, look, um, I'm got to go on the bachelor. And in the whole plan, I was like, look, I'm just going to play the Romeo. Super simple. I was like, I was like, I'm, I'm in like a perfect fucking shape. Good looking and well-spoken. Like, like I can do this shit. And then I can, obviously the bachelor is the only show or bachelorette is the only show on earth where the winner is the loser. You don't want to win. You want to get second place so that you become the bachelor bachelorette. You don't want that fucking person. Fuck that. That's relationship is most likely going to end. You know what I mean? (laughs) I like the real, the real Chad Johnson here, guys. (laughs) <laughs> you keep it real. And that's what sometimes shoots you in the foot in reality TV. It, it got me in some hot water, but hey, know, we're, right? we're doing fine now. So all because they thought you were naked, right? Oh, I went skinny dipping. I did get naked, I but did. <laughs> I did. I wanted to loosen yeah. him up though. He seemed a little, my bachelor seemed a little boring and was I wasn't, he was a Ben. it was Ben, the winemaker. And yeah, he's the one with the like nerd hair, right? <laughs> he looks like Francine. His hair was so bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we were together for like a year, but the weirdest part was like, I'm the villain and like he picked me. So now I need to figure out that scenario. But um, anyway, yeah. it's Holy just shit. Like, so you guys stayed together for a full year and yeah. full year. I'm curious how that went. I mean, I know the show at that point, you know, social media hadn't quite blown up yet. So maybe there wasn't as much press yeah. or anything, but just mean know. tweets. Um, but then people got on board because they like could see us together. Like, like there was like a switch. And then when we announced our breakup, we were doing long distance and I was flying up to the Bay Area, which by the way, the barrier is very different than Southern California. It's like a little, I hate to say it, it's people are gonna not like this, but the culture is a little different. And really? like he had said to me, like, or somebody in his circle said to me, like, he wanted to be with like an elitist or like somebody who I'm like, I'm not an elitist. I didn't go to college. Like I don't strive to be one. I don't play one in, in a movie. Like I'm the same girl that went skinny dipping. So a socialite. Yeah. Like more of like a, like an Ivy league type of girl. And oh, why would he tell you that? It ain't me, babe. You, yeah. Why, <laughs> that'd, be like, that'd be like me dating a brunette and being like, look, I'm looking for a blonde. Like <laughs> it makes no sense. Like, yes. Just at least keep that on the inside. I know it hurt my feelings for sure. And I was like, I'm just never, I don't want to be, there, <laughs> nor do I, you know, and then I will say dating since the show was weird because like you said, you have all these women sliding into your DMS, but like as a woman coming off the show, you meet a normal guy and they're like, wait, you went on the show, you were the villain and you were engaged to the guy for a year. Like, like it just was yeah. kind of not, it's not the best look in my opinion. It's a weird so. dynamic because you know, you get people, I mean, obviously it can open a lot of doors half the time. Now people don't know who I am. You know, I can really? still walk into any place out here and pretty much get any girl I want. But I think that's because of my stature, the way I speak and confidence, stuff like that. You got I, game. It has, yeah. It has nothing to do with the shows. But then sometimes I'll get like, you know, like, oh, you're that guy or whatever. And you start to be like, you know, are you looking at me differently now? Because the minute they start asking those show questions, mm-hmm. I know that when a girl starts asking me show questions, I'm not going to have sex with her, which is weird. <laughs> Like, I'm like, fuck. now it's going to become about that. Now I'm a caricature. I'm more of like a character. 
Right. And you're not going to block me. Like, and do you ever worry about people no. in this day and age, like not me too stuff, but like screen grabbing stuff or like, you know, oh, because cool. everybody's looking for their little 15 minutes of fame on social media. And like, do you ever worry about that? Are you care cautious when you it still happens? I mean, it just happened. Really? Like, some girl made a TikTok. She hit me up. She wasn't even that attractive. It was like a 23 year old. No, actually she was in college. Maybe she was like 19 or 20. I don't mm-hmm. know. But you better start checking I, IDs, Chad. I was I was bored. I was bored, so I responded to this girl, and um, I just like had a couple days of downtime. And she was very like pushy, you know what I mean? When someone just keeps messaging you, and you're like, all right, fuck it, like I'm bored. Right. Let's chat. And so I started talking to her. She screenshotted motherfucking everything I did for no reason, and I did nothing wrong to her. I wasn't a dick to her. We were just chatting. It was like I'm having a good day. Snapchat, you know, oh. screenshot everything. Made a TikTok. It got like three million views. Granted, it fucking backfired. She got no followers from it. And all of the girls that I saw it were college girls and they all followed me. So I was like, you just fucking, I mean, thank you, but like rude of you to like do that. But yeah, it's you're so the one rude. And I thought on Snapchat, if someone screenshot you, that you got an alert. Second phone. She had a second oh. phone and her friends. Oh, so she had a full on agenda. Yeah. She had a full on like plan. And I'm just like, did you really plan this from the start to the finish from TikTok? Like, she was she wasn't even hot. Like, I don't know why I was talking to her. Like <laughs> you were just bored. I get it. When I was single, I was, you know, there'd be people and they would just kind of hang on and keep messaging you. And maybe you were bored or whatever. And it wasn't like we're gonna meet up, but it was like just yeah. like it's like a friend. Like you're like, oh, okay. Exactly. Like, yeah, let's, just, you know yeah, let's I mean? just chit-chat. You know, maybe they're they have a great personality. Well, the thing was too, I was also working on that software company with the OnlyFans thing. And we were going to, we already had like funding, 7 million in funding to buy a house and create this whole situation around the platform. Wow. I had all these investors, everything. And I wanted college girls. I wanted to bring entire sororities out. We were going to fly them all out. So Come this to ASU and Air- ASU, yeah. Arizona, it's, by the way, it's like the number one party exactly. school. I think that's where she went, actually. I, oh, oh, boy. Um, I was going to ask you, come to think of it, while we're just spitballing here, would you ever do a reality show based on something like that? Like, now that would be spicy, Chad. I, yeah, we actually, yeah, I would I would absolutely do that. I, I pitched it for a while, actually, um, but I didn't get any bites on it. I but, love that idea you were pitching, too, about that. the uh, Bachelor, uh, what was it? U- not UFC. Like, you were pitching an idea to do, oh, yeah. like, a fight. Like what? What would you call it, Chad? It was Bachelor, or what was it? Uh, Bat- Battle of the Bachelors. Oh, and it was going to be all bachelors fighting each other, and um, since and I'm not in a ring. Now, well, <laughs> yeah, it was going to be like you know we were going to have like nine fights. We had like forty people confirmed from the Bachelor to come. What nobody knew was I own the company. They they thought that I was just like involved, like but I had people literally emailing the company emails saying you got to get Chad off this event. And I was like, you fucking idiot. I own the company. I'm the one that's running this event. This was my idea. This is people that I invited to the event. You know what I mean? Like, I know you reached out to me and I was like, oh, that's kind of an interesting idea. And I was like, let me see if I can help in any way. But I support your dreams. I'm in your corner and I I can't wait to see what you do next. And uh, I think we covered a lot. I definitely want to have you back soon. These are about like 45 minute episodes. Um, Did we cover anything? There was something else I wanted to ask you. Damn it. Ah. What was it, Chad? Is there something that I missed? I don't know. What do you think about Nick Vial and Natalie Joy? His girl? like They're like really the big age gap. It's like 42 to 24. I mean, if I was 42, I would not be opposed to dating a 24-year-old. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm still like hanging out with 21-year-olds and stuff, so... I mean, are you the- looking to settle down? Are you, do you want a family or is it right now just kind of like hustle re- regroup? It's honestly, it's all about the girl. People ask, are you looking for a relationship? Are you, you know, you just want to mess around. I'm like, well, that depends on you. You know, do hey. you, do you have the right look? Do you speak right? Do you communicate well? If you are all the things and I meet you and all this stuff and it goes well, then yeah, I'm open to getting married and having kids. Like I'm open to that. Yeah. But also, if you don't, I'm immediately going to flip that switch and say, yeah, this, yeah like, yeah, this is going to be some we're going to have some fun, you know? Yeah, well, that's good. As long as, long as hey, it sounds like you're transparent. And um, it, my friend always says that, like if somebody he's single, he's like, I don't know if I want to get married anymore. But he's like, if somebody comes and sweeps me off my feet, different, different story. Exactly. You, but you, you need somebody to sweep you off your feet and also not go out of town and then date somebody else three days later. Exactly. 
I mean, the, I tell you, one of the number one red flags that I see is when a girl says I'm looking for a relationship. I'm like, okay, so you're just going to choose me even though I'm not the best or I'm not what you really want. And you'll do what my ex-girlfriend did who would constantly talk to me about how you like six, four guys, even though I'm six, two, like what's the fucking difference? You know yeah. what I mean? Put your, put so like, your shoes on with a two inch little yeah. heel. I was like, put what some- does it even matter? That's not even that much of a gap. Also six, four guys, when we were kids, were known as the fucking nerds. They're always <laughs> the goofy dudes. Now the sudden six, four, six, five guys are cool. They're always the weird, scrawny, weird dudes, you know? <laughs> Gangly. Yeah. You're like, oh, do you have Abraham's Lincoln's disease? Have you heard of that? Where their lo- arms are really long. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, you know, you have to choose what you really deep down like like and are looking for, because if you try to push it and you try, like if you're looking for a, a, a blonde guy with blue eyes or something, I'm not that guy. And so you're constantly going to be looking at me and no matter how much you love me, you're still going to like, you know, think about and lust over those people. So you have to go for what, like, I'm going to have to get with a small blonde girl. Otherwise I'll be married to that other girl. And I'm still going to kind of think about the other thing, you know? What uh, I mean? Oh, I completely get that. I, my, one of my favorite sayings is like, stay true to your personal preferences. Yeah. You see so many people, I hate to say settle, but settle. And exactly. I waited a long time and I was like, I don't, I was like, if I ever get married, I want to be very married but I'm not right. going to do it unless it's somebody that I want to wake up and just, you know, adore them every day, which I thankfully yeah. I found it. And I would say I through Instagram, I DM'd him. He had been liking really? my photos. So make sure you're checking your likes, Chad. Are you in a relationship now? I'm married, Chad. Yeah, oh, that's right. I have two kids. And you met him in the DMs? Yeah, I hit him up on Instagram like five years ago. He had been Damn. liking my photos. He had he had known like he didn't watch the show, but he, I put popping up in his popular feed because we were both in Arizona. And he's like, "This girl seems cool," and so he was liking my photos for like two years before I even DM'd him. Really? <laughs> yeah. Why? Yeah, Why'd you wait two years? I didn't see him, and then like he had liked another photo, and then I like finally clicked on his page. I was like, "This guy looks kind of cute." I mean, the pictures are tiny in the right. feed, right? Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, he's in Phoenix." Oh, I'm like, this guy looks cute, normal. So I was like, hey, have we met before? And we went out a few days later and like three months later, he moved in. It was great. Wow. It was like, I was like very skeptical of like, you know, and people say when you know, you know, I hate to say it, but it just like clicked. Everything just clicked into place. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Chad. I would love to have you back on. You're going to find it. And I want to definitely have you come back on. And I'm doing um, 20 minute weekly episodes, doing like dating advice and stuff like that. And I think some girls would love some like real um, talk o'clock from you. So I'd love to have you back on and maybe do some reader emails if you'd like. I got some good stuff on that. So, well, thank you so much for being here. Where can people find you? Uh, What's your Instagram handle? Instagram is at real Chad Johnson. Twitter is at real Chad Johnson. Snapchat at real Chad Johnson. It's all don't be screenshotting his stuff, people. I'll come (laughs) for you. Oh, well, thanks, Chad. I'm gonna, I'll see you soon. And thank you so much for coming on. It was so great to hear from you. Uh, Yeah, thanks for having me. I mean, for me, for you to come on, (laughs) (laughs) easy for me to say. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Wow, Burger, what an interesting show. It was so fun to catch up with Chad Johnson, see where he's at and hear his side of the story. I hope he thrives in Huntington Beach. Can't wait to see what he does next. And by the way, next week, we've got a great guest for you. So stay tuned. Until next time, I'm your host, Courtney Robertson, and this has been After Reality. After Reality.